Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsburts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and Andy Molitor is too cool for us today. But that's good news, because we get a nice, heaping dose of Matt Rooney and some hockey. Mr. Rooney, looking good there. You've got kind of the beard. Is it? I mean, that's not playoff shape yet, but it's starting to look good. We're, we're getting there. I think I might shave it soon enough and then try and grow a playoff beard. Maybe is in, and keep updating on the show here week by week and see how we're doing when I come on eventually during the playoffs to talk some hockey. Uh, but I'm doing good. Honestly, I, I see your beard every day and I get motivated. I just kind of keep it going longer. But, but yeah, Andy's, like uh, Andy's a little too good for us today. He's He's got his golf stuff going on. He doesn't have any time for the for the daily brown bag bet show. But that's all right. The NHL trade deadline was yesterday, so I'm, I'm happy to come on and, and fill his place for him. And I'm sure the biggest piece of news from the trade deadline being that Claude Giroux, no longer a Philadelphia Flyer, I'd assume the rest of the world cares as much about the Flyers as I do. And that Claude Giroux news, I'm sure, was was top of the line, right? You know, it. I, I know you're saying that somewhat sarcastically. It happened a couple of days ago, but, I mean, it is, it's the biggest move of the deadline. Um, I'm going to get to some futures here and, and talk about, you know, some things I like after the, the lines have moved since the deadline yesterday. The Panthers are not one of them because – their number was, I got them at plus 2200 to win the cup at the beginning of the year. I think they're at like plus 550 right now to win the cup, and they're plus like 300 to win the East or 250 to win the East. So just no value there. And then the addition of Claude Giroux kind of made it even, you know, made, made the odds even shorter. There's, there's as much as I like Florida to win the Stanley or win, win the cup, win the East. There's not a whole lot of value there. I did take a couple other teams in the East that I wanted to grab some value on. Uh, one of those being the now two-time defending Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, they Tampa had Lightning. they had a little bit of a quieter deadline. They didn't make any big splashy. They didn't make the splashiest of moves or grab the splashiest of names. They did grab uh, Brandon Hagel from the Blackhawks. My Blackhawks. He's, he's going to end up being a, a bottom six forward for them. But he's a guy who has scored uh, I think t- close to twenty goals this year. He, he's got an uh, abnormally high shooting percentage, so there might be kind of a a market correction coming there, but it's a guy having a career year that they added that can kind of give them a, a two-way game. And then uh, I believe Nick Paul they added from Ottawa who kind of gives a, a similar type of addition. But the Lightning didn't really need to go make the big splashy move. They're the Tampa Bay Lightning. They are, the now, like I said, the now two-time defending Stanley Cup champions. They have a proven goalie come playoff time. And they're plus 900. I think it's the third or fourth shortest odds, but I, I, there's there's a significant jump after Florida to them. So I kind of like grabbing them at plus 900. And then a plus 460 to win the East. It's, it's really hard to repeat, but they've shown they can do it. It's, it's even harder to three-peat. And I'm not saying they're going to, but I do think they're going to win a couple playoff series. And, hey, maybe if, if you grab them plus 900 to win the Cup and you don't like them in the Eastern Conference Final, you can find someone on Prop Swap that does like that ticket. Um, Andy is not here to talk about the Minnesota Wild or ask me about the Minnesota Wild, I should say, because he doesn't really talk about them very often. I'll talk so about we them. To talk for him. about them anyway. <laughs> we should. They had a pretty big deadline, <laughs> and as far as the Western Conference goes, there's the Colorado Avalanche and seemingly everybody else right now. The Wild are a team that give that have some value that have after the deadline, I think, given themselves a chance to at least make a run at Colorado because we've seen Colorado be the heavy favorite, you know, two or three years in a row now, and then come up empty in the playoffs, come up losing a round or two short. And I think the wild have given themselves a chance to do that. They've added like Andy and I talked about on the other day, they didn't end up making a trade for Mark Andre Fleury from the Blackhawks for a conditional first round pick. After they traded for Fleury last night, Cam Talbot, the guy they brought in to kind of have him replace slash be a one, a one B situation went out and shut out Vegas. So that's going to seemingly up his game a little bit, or at least did on night one. 
So competition usually breeds success there. They got better in net. They added some guys that, while might not be the flashiest of names, kind of provide some depth throughout the lineup. They've added, you know, a bottom pairing defenseman who can give them some tough minutes, some uh, bottom six forwards that can kind of help on the penalty kill, which is another area in addition to goaltending that they've struggled. So plus 1,000 to win the Western Conference. I really like rolling the dice there, especially with a team in Colorado who, while, yeah, it's they're kind of due for it, they've been ready to win the last two years now and still haven't gotten that job done. So if you like a team at those type of odds, I think the Wilder team that has the chance to kind of be that thorn in the avalanche side this year. And another team is the St. Louis blues as much as I don't like them as a Blackhawks fan, as much as it pains me to say this, I just, I think they're a very deep and complete team. I think they can roll out four lines. They have three good defensive pairings. They went out and added Nick Letty, who's a offensive defenseman who can really help out on the power play come playoff time. Again, not the splashiest of moves for them at the deadline, but at plus 1,200, the team that can roll out four lines, it's pretty deep defensively, that has a goaltender who, in, in Jordan Bennington, while he, he got hot and won him a cup one year, hasn't been exactly as good as that year, the last couple, but he's a guy that's proven he can get hot in the playoffs, and sometimes all it takes is a hot goaltender when you have a pretty good team. So I like I like the Blues at plus 1,200, and, and Patrick's giving me a little bit of crap that Nick Letty and Brandon Saad, two Blackhawks <laughs> Stanley Cup champions, are now playing for the Blues. That's fine. Uh, we already have our rings with them. I, I hope they go get one more. That's that's fine by me because we've already won with them. Uh, but that, that as far as futures go, uh, those are the four that really kind of jumped out to me. Um, another team that I like that had a had a good deadline that I'll get to with the bets. I didn't really take a future on yet. Uh, the New York Rangers. I've talked about them a little bit. You you asked me about the Hart Trophy before yeah. um, before the show started, which I'm going to have a video a little bit later. That I, I'm going to update some futures after the deadline and some awards markets. Uh, Igor Shesterkin, their goalie, who is, is not usually a guy you see win a Hart Trophy, is having a fantastic season. He's got a goals against average just above two. He has the, the third shortest odds right now to Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid. And, you know, if you're the goalie for the New York Rangers and you carry your, you're not carry your team to the playoffs, but you're, you're already thought of that highly in the Hart Trophy market, have a really good end of your year. That's a guy that, you know, being on the Rangers, similar to Austin Matthews being on the Leafs, you're going to garner a little bit extra attention. So that's, that's a, awards like futures market if you're looking for a hard trophy dabble i like that quite a bit and there was a, somebody in here patrick apparently also took some hurricanes at 25 to 1 any thoughts on that you know there's some value there but that's a team also that i'm going to get into with my bets here i I'm, I'm fading them tonight they're they're at home against the tampa bay lightning i don't know what's been up with them the, the first half of the year they looked like a team that was ready to win the stanley cup that was really good in this, the last half or last whatever since then they haven't been bad, but they haven't been quite as good, and they look like they're starting to show some holes. And they have a goaltender in Frederick Anderson who he was with the Ducks for a while and then the Leafs for a while, two teams that were really known for their regular season success and playoff failures. And if you're a goalie with that type of reputation, until you prove that you can get over that hump, that, that reputation is going to follow you. So at 22, I think he said to one there, 22, 25 to one. I, I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all at 25 to one. I think that's good value there. Uh, but right now I thought they were a little bit shorter than that. I, I think they are on FanDuel. Like I, I, I don't think I'd be touching their live odds, but if you have a preseason number at 25 to one, I think that's solid. I think that's something you hold on to, or again, not to keep promoting PropSwap, but if you find somebody on PropSwap who wants to take that ticket, I think that wouldn't be a bad one to try and unload because you'll have some people on there trying to find some value with that pick. Now, Patrick has also challenged you again here. Can you name the last goalie to have won the Hart Trophy? Apparently, there's $20 in it for you. Is it Carey Price? I think Carey Price won it a couple of years ago. If not, am I mistaken? 
Patrick, I'll, I'll, I'll wait in the comments. I think it was Carey Price. I know, I know, Jose Teodor won it a whole, a long, long time ago with the with the Habs, but I don't think way, that I'm was the last one. How quickly you pulled that? <laughs> because I think it was Carey Price, and then there was Teodor, and then there was a very long layoff until it was Carey Price, and then it was made a big deal that they were, you know, the last two Hart Trophy winners to be that were goalies were were two Canadians. So I, I think I'm right there. If not, oh, Carey see, Price, twenty fifteen. I, I, I got both. I got both. Patrick, I think you have to Venmo me 40 now because I gave you two names. I like that. Now, while Patrick figures that all out, we've got some nice futures bets in. What do you got for us tonight? I can actually see it. I like it. A lot of plus numbers there. I'm, I'm going to start with my middle one here because I, I've been on the I've been on the show with you a couple times now in the last few weeks, and I think I've given up out of Columbus Blue Jackets over every time. Uh, I said it in my blog on, on Betsperts. It. It's just at this point, it, it hits. it's been hitting a little bit over 60% this year. Not much explanation to this one. I'm just going to play it every time there's a Blue Jackets over, especially if you're going to give me plus uh, plus 100. The Penguins are a team that don't have any problem scoring. They're fine defensively. Um, they're not They're not bad. They're not great either. Columbus can score. Columbus is bad in net. Columbus is bad defensively. So it's, it's a, it's a, it's a must-play every time for me, especially if you're going to give me even money. The New York Rangers, like I talked about, uh, they're a young team that just had their, their general manager go out and add them a couple pieces that – well, they're, again, not the flashiest of names like Claude Giroux, who they were in the running for. Um, they went out and got uh, a forward and Andrew Kopp from Winnipeg, who's got 30-some points in 50-some games this year. He's a guy who can kind of play up and down the lineup. They went out and got a defenseman in Justin Braun, who, while he might not be as good as he was a few years ago, he's still a very solid guy that you want in your, play, your lineup come playoff time that has kind of been a guy that's been through those battles in the playoffs. They're a young team that had their general manager go out and give them a vote of confidence. Um, they're going on the road to New Jersey tonight, a team that is bad, the team that has lost four in a row that is bad offensively, really bad defensively. They allowed uh, 18 goals in their last three games. I, I don't know why uh, the odds are plus 168 here. There might be something I'm missing, but at the same time, even if there is, at that type of value for as good of a team uh, as the Rangers are going up as, uh, against as bad of a team as the Devils are, I will take that uh, puck line odd, odds every time. And then uh, Lightning. I, I got into it a little bit with Carolina. I just I haven't trusted them as much the last you know few months. They have, I believe now, dropped four in a row as well. The Lightning aren't playing as well. Uh, they, they've, or, I'm sorry, they're playing a little bit better. They've dropped, I think, three of five, though, so neither team coming into this one playing great. But Carolina, uh, they're just a, a team that doesn't seem to be able to find themselves. They're a little bit banged up. They did go out and get a forward in Max Domi, who's a nice player but I don't think he's this game-breaking forward that, I that they went out and added. I like Tampa. If, if you're going to give me the defending champions at, at even money on a money line against a team in Carolina who I don't fully believe in, I think that's good value. So uh, the, the key word with my hockey bets, I feel like all the time is finding the value. I see You usually see a lot of pluses next to my bets, not a whole lot of minuses. So these are the spots that I really thought you could take advantage of tonight. It makes things a lot of it easier. If everything has a plus in front of it, all you have to do is win half your bets and you're, yeah. and you're a hero. That, that's that's my goal, and I, I think if Andy's listening, which he's not, he's probably doing a golf podcast somewhere. I'd advise him to take the alt over on Pittsburgh and Columbus because I know he likes when I advise him to take alt. I'm gonna punt around and look for a seven. There's got to be a seven. You can nice find it somewhere. somewhere. You can probably find. I think uh, Fanduel is pretty good about having. having I mean, how high should I, I think play have this? A seven. seven, eight? Should I play nine? <sighs> you know, I think the Blue Jackets in in. Uh, I think I saw three of their last four games. There have been nine plus goals scored. So if you found an eight and wanted to get nuts. I wouldn't tell you you're wrong. You'd probably have it at what, like plus 300 or so. I wouldn't tell you you were crazy if you wanted to have some fun and take that and root for a whole bunch of goals. 
I like this quite a bit. It's it's always fun to do the little reverse stack, if you will, climb up the ladder, as, as they, I think the kids like to say. But yeah, let's see. I mean, over seven, over ooh, seven, over seven and a half plus one ninety. I'm seeing. I'm gonna have to hunt around and look for an eight. I think uh, eight will have to be somewhere in like the two fifty range. I think you can find that somewhere. I think if you can find if you can find it, I'm go sure ahead Vandal and take it. That it. might be fun. I might just be saying this, so if I get it right, I can clip it tomorrow and put it on social. <laughs> and if I get it wrong, no one's gonna be mad at me for getting a, an alt over a goal and a half above the actual total wrong. So it's really a win win for me here. It's it's a great spot to be in. Well done, sir. We've got quite a bit of hockey bets. Now it's finally for me to, to finally a chance for me to talk about something I know about. There are four basketball games tonight in the association. Um, honestly, a lot I liked, but only one bet that I made. You look at the Knicks plus three at home. That might look like value, but uh, Julius Randle mentioned this morning he's going to be taking the game off for personal reasons. The Bucks minus seven at home, a really great bounce back spot for them. Thought maybe about the Bucks minus seven or Bucks team total, but no Chris Middleton and, you, and your Chicago Bulls continue to just be an absolute pest night in, night out. And Thank you for not fading my Bulls tonight. I appreciate that. That's very kind of you if you need some action in that game just grab an over there's there should be a bunch of points it's 234 i added a 236 it should probably be even a little bit higher than that and the nuggets clippers is the nightcap maybe the nuggets but there is one game i did actually bet a team i've been on quite a bit here at the end i mean not quite as good as uh matt's columbus overs here but the orlando magic are having a really nice finish to the season I think I've mentioned it before, but the adjustments in the lottery odds where, you know, three teams basically have the exact same chance at the number one pick, I I think has led to less teams furiously tanking here. I mean, there's a couple teams trying to maybe get to the three, but we really have three bad teams. And we've seen Detroit and Orlando particularly continue to play good basketball because I think they know they're going to get the number one pick. They have a chance to get some of these young guys some minutes now. The Magic did not cover as big favorites over the Oklahoma City Thunder the other night, but a, a tough situation. Situation for them it's weird being an underdog the entire season and then having to know that you know you're kind of big favorites here they did win they did come back over Oklahoma City but couldn't cover the number this is a little better spot for them they're, again they're back at home they're getting actually seven and a half I was able to grab but I'd play this at seven or better if it happens to move by the time you hear this they're at home against the Golden State Warriors team that is missing Steph Curry and has a game tomorrow night against the Miami Heat so I wonder if we're going to see maybe some more guys rest here for the Warriors at some point Either way, we're not going to get 100% that great effort here from a Golden State team that, you know, is, I think, again, looking forward to playing the Heat tomorrow night as opposed to, you know, being serious about the Magic here tonight. So I think there's a great chance Orlando can keep this game close, especially at the end. We'll grab the points with the Magic. I like it. Uh, that's There's some sound logic there. You know a whole lot more about the NBA than I do, but if Steph is not playing tonight and the Warriors have a, a marquee-type matchup with the Heat uh, tomorrow night. You, you see it all the time in the NBA. That that seems like a pretty good rest spot. And now for something I know Matt knows a ton about, because when I'm not here, I like to send in some tennis picks sometimes and mm-hmm. make him pretend like he knows what he's talking about. So I'd break this down in depth, but I know you want to really <laughs> bad, so I'm going to let you do that. Well, it's got to start with Miami. Now, the first round is underway. I do have some outrights here I'll touch on. You'll have to probably wait till later tonight or early tomorrow morning when these reopen, but there will be some live outrights. There probably isn't even a few places that still have them open now. Um, as you can, Fandle from time to time doesn't mind having these up while play is going on. Check around. But four numbers I really like this week. Um, coming back here, it's been a solid year. Had one right and continued to get people very far down the, the tournament, but Pedoza let us down last week. 
we'll try again here. Um, starting with Elena Rybakina, somebody I've bet quite a bit over the years has done very well for me. Played some fantastic tennis last week in Indian Wells before she ran into just a better player. Is in a really nice soft spot in this draw. Has a bye, a couple matches she can win. And then, you know, her first tough match ends up being maybe Maria Zachary, who's going to be fatigued after a long week last week. Maybe Bedosa, who, you know, uh, Rybakina has beaten in the past and can generally take advantage of. And, and possibly even Shuyantek there in the semifinals. But I always like kind of going against women that won the week before. Not that you can't win back-to-back weeks. And this is a tournament where you have some days off in between. But it's just really tough. And you go back and look. A lot of people, after winning a big tournament like Indian Wells, are performing well there. Just generally has a down week the following week. I think it's tough mentally and physically to get yourself back up and excited again. So love where Rybakina is. And I like the value we're getting, you know, honestly, with her being close to the finals from last week. Danielle Collins here, 28 to 1. Um, I'm sorry, 25 to 1. I was able to find a 28 on Rybakina and Collins, but play these at 25 or better. Collins, someone who hasn't played in a little while, um, had a great Australian Open. Uh, this These should be great conditions for her. She has struggled with this tournament before, but I think it's a lot uh, been a lot about injuries picked up kind of the weeks before and things like that. Plays tennis in Miami quite a bit. Has, again, a really nice soft spot in this draw where, you know, our last outright, I was not afraid to be close to all those favorites. Here I've got someone that's about as far away as she can possibly be. Daniel Collins doesn't really have a match in which she'll be a prohibitive underdog until... Honestly, maybe the, the semifinals, depending on who's there in the quarterfinal. Really like her at 25 to 1 or better. Coco Goff, the young American, just super, super talented. and Maybe hasn't been as electric as she's been in the past, but I like her quite a bit. And Clara Towson, someone we bet on now. The two of them likely play each other in the third round. But at 30 to 1 on Goff, at 40 to 1 on Towson, put the two together. I have them both together. Just I think the, the Dutch odds end up being a little less than 40 to 1. It's a great spot for either one of those players to come out of a quarter where, again, they happen to be close to Schwiontek, but I, I'm happy to fade her a little bit this week. So four women, some big numbers, and I know Matt um, feels pretty good, hopefully, about all those. Yeah, I feel feel really good about all four. I think I <laughs> think I was already on them actually until before you gave them to me, but I, I feel good. I'm now you've you've uh, confirmed my 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 thoughts on this. These it's always good to Miami have a sharp tennis handicapper yeah. like you on board here. Now, no, um, I've, I've learned a... Coco Golf overs are a thing, though. That's, that's <laughs> I think the one, the most important thing you've taught me since I've started watching the the the, uh, the tennis bets. It's been a little while. Unfortunately, she's gotten to be better now, and she's just closing these stinking matches out. But maybe nice they'll make a return here at some point. But outrights, we've got some matches here today. Four, they all start pretty early this afternoon. I believe you have at least an hour to get all these in, most of them a couple hours here. Um, we'll start with Dalma Golfi, um, the young qualifier here, someone that um, – now this has moved out a little bit. Um, you might be able to find this. I would play this anything minus 125 or better, but um, the qualifier, this starts shortly after the show, so look for this one first. Plays against Christina McHale, and just uh, – McHale, again, you, you find a lot of these tournaments – some tour veterans who kind of hang around the ranks between 100 and 150 just get a little too much respect, especially versus some of these younger players. I have golfy minus 150 here. So again, anything, honestly, minus 130 or better looks pretty good. Um, Potty says Diaz, apologies for capitalizing the eye there for whatever reason. Um, one of my favorite players to back continues to get better and better. She goes against Beatrice Haddad Mai, who I don't think is going to necessarily love these conditions quite a bit and has tailed off since having a hot start to the year. Kenepi Zinevska over 21. This is a match, you know, again, I have this closer to 21 and a half, and I think you could make a case for having the rare um, 
you know, maybe even 22 here, a cheap 22 you might want to hang. Poke around. It looks like there are some 21 and a halfs going up here. 21 at minus 120 or better looks pretty good. And then Zeng, Quinn Yen. Luckily, there's only one Zeng this week. Be careful. All three Wongs are in play. So if you're looking at anything to do with Wongs this week, be careful. You got to know your Wong, folks. Luckily, only one of, I think, the three possible Zengs that we have. But she is minus three games here against Magda Lynette. I sold that to four. Um, Lynette, a solid player, but has been struggling with some injuries and someone who generally, when loses, loses by a ton. So instead of laying ju uh, juice with a three, which I can see at minus 125 or three and a half at standard juice, poke around, see if you can find a four. You might find it at plus money. Honestly, anything better than minus 110 on four is a really good look there. So four plays for us. Again, golfy starting pretty quickly. The other three will be later this afternoon. I'm in. I love it. I don't have nothing further to add about the tennis bets. <laughs> you got to fill the afternoons again. There's no random golf on today for some reason. Tuesdays are tough, and thank God we have tennis. It's something's better than nothing. You got to have something to bet on during the day. Now, I did make fun of Andy. I'm sure he's somewhere doing something good and, and we like for him to feel good when he comes back so make sure you get a lot of likes and subscribes in there it really just tickles his heart and that's what we like we like a happy andy um make sure you, you sign up for FanDuel, sign up for prop swap um prize picks all that good stuff did i miss anybody matt i think i got it I, andy i believe is doing the golf show golf one of the golf shows right now the weekly ones that we're, we're getting going on bet spurts golf and if you haven't yet Check those out. I think this is the, the second week they've done them. They have some fantastic golf insight information if you're into golf betting. Um, not just saying it because it's Andy, but there, there's That's there's not many better podcast shows, streams. That it, it, they got some really great stuff over there with the guys for 4 for 4 and John Daigle coming over too. So that they have some fantastic golf info. So if you're into golf betting, go over, give the, uh, give the golf podcast live streams uh, a listen. They're on YouTube. They're on all the places you can find podcasts. Uh, so, so make sure you give those guys a listen. I can dig it. Thanks, everybody. Again, thumbs up, like, rate, subscribe, do all that stuff. And we'll be back tomorrow.